BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. How is that? Come cuddle up tonight on Channel 13 News at 10. Color, $80 an hour. I can do that. Oh man, color. I love it. They talking about spooning. <laughs> and you think about trophying. This this is amazing. Yeah. It was great beating Sioux Falls in the championship. I wonder how mad Arizona is that they can't cuddle with the trophy. <sighs> I love this trophy. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. That's not hyperbole. I mean, Dixie loves that trophy. He loves it. Cuddles with it every night. Cuddles, sleeps with it. He 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 really loves that trophy. And you've heard of spooning, of course. Had you heard the term trophying? I had never heard trophying. That's a new one now. That's going to be in the Urban Dictionary pretty soon. (laughs) Trophying. Uh, In about 10 minutes. (laughs) Maybe less. All right, 515-282-9010 to sound off. Among Hot Topics... Carol's Nick Nurse leads the Toronto Raptors to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, Nurse coached them there, but Kawhi Leonard made the shot that put the Raptors there. Check this out. In the corner, lets it fly, and it bounces around one, two, three, four times, and in. Raptors bounce the Sixers from the playoffs, and they are heading to the Eastern Conference Finals to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. What a shot. Give us a call, 515-282-9010 to sound off. The Cubs essentially publicly labeled a fan racist and banned him from Wrigley Field without offering any proof that said fan is, in fact, racist. May 7th, as broadcaster Doug Glanville appeared on camera, a fan behind Glanville made the peace sign followed by the OK sign upside down. The Cubs called it ignorant and repulsive behavior. Glanville appreciated the support. Confused? Well, the Cubs think the fan made a sign for white power. What started as a prank to troll PC police has now been co-opted by actual white supremacists. Cubs spokesman Crane Kennedy says it's more likely than not the fan made a racist sign. The Anti-Defamation League says caution must be used in evaluating this symbol's use. Exactly. Most people I asked had no clue this could mean white power. 
Yet NBC blurred the photo like the fan gave everybody the finger. Many thought the same thing. Made you look circle game. Someone flashes the circle. If you look down and see it, you're punched in the shoulder. It was on billboards. This sign has ended up in team photos, Christmas cards, and wedding albums. What looks like the OK sign is also constantly flashed in basketball games, usually up high, but not always. It means three points. That's it, three points. It's unlikely a Cubs fan was celebrating a three-pointer. It is entirely possible he was making a racist sign. If he was, he deserves banishment. But it's also possible he was goofing around like millions of others making us look. Intent must matter. If you're going to ruin someone's reputation, the Cubs better be sure. They haven't said they are. Cubs president Theo Epstein said the fans disgusting sign gave him shivers. Theo, if you want shivers, read owner Joe Ricketts bigoted emails or think about the benefit of the doubt you've given alleged spouse abuser Addison Russell. A thoughtful follower told me there's no excuse that anyone should now know how this looks. I disagree. This guy wasn't flashing the sign while waving a Confederate flag and wearing a white hood. He was wearing a Cubs hoodie. The fan may have had bad intentions, we don't know. But guilty until proven innocent is a slippery slope for ruining a man's reputation. Yeah, they, uh, man, they better have some, some more proof than just that one sign. All right. A few weeks ago, Hawkeye tight ends TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant were both taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Two tight ends from the same school in the first round. First time that's ever happened. Now, that immediately brought up the conversation of tight end you. Now, anytime fans of a school claim to be something you, O-line you, linebacker you, DB you, it's basically, basically just a way to puff out your chest and say, listen up, all you recruits. If you want to play in the NFL, you better come to our school because we are tight end you or whatever position your school specializes in. So is Iowa the new tight end you? Are the Hawkeyes the school for producing NFL tight ends? When you have two taken in the first round, you're certainly in the conversation. There's no doubt who the original tight end U is. The U, Miami Hurricanes. In the last 20 years, they've had 16 tight ends play in the NFL. Five were first round picks. Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, Jeremy Shockey, Kellen Winslow, and Bubba Franks. In that same 20 year span, Iowa has had 14 tight ends play in the NFL. Three first round picks. Dallas Clark was the other. Everyone from Austin Wheatley to Scott Chandler to Tony Moiaki and the most recent NFL success, George Kittle. And Kittle looks like a future Hall of Famer. But something recently happened that may have put Iowa over the top as the new tight end U. Parker Hesse, former Iowa defensive lineman, went undrafted this year. Hesse then went to rookie minicamp with the Titans. Well, the Titans liked Hesse so much they signed him to a contract as a tight end. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Parker Hesse, who played quarterback in high school, defensive line at Iowa, signed an NFL contract with the Titans as a tight end. That's it. Iowa is tight end you. When you start putting players in the NFL that didn't even play tight end in college, case closed. New Hawkeye motto, come play football for Iowa. There's a chance you'll play tight end in the NFL. That really is something that Parker Hesse was moved to tight end, but I understand it. And I think the, I think the argument over 
who has the right to tight end you. When you mm-hmm. have two players go in the first 20 picks as tight ends, that's it. It's over. In, someone's got to get up two in the top ten, I think, to overtake them. And Miami's been down for a little bit, so I think Iowa is. And Parker Hesse, the guy never caught a pass <laughs> in college. Never blocked on offense in college, and now he's a tight end in the NFL. Be interesting to see if he somehow makes it now as a tight end. Beaverdale, Billy and Beaverdale, what do you, what do you think? Uh, Iowa's tight end you. You have any problem with that? Absolutely not. Nope. Right. I agree. What else is on your mind, Beaverdale, Billy? Okay, uh, Dan Gable, it's I've just my him. opinion is that uh, he was probably one of the greatest wrestlers definitely coming out of Iowa and probably in the whole country. I'd say the entire world. I think you're yeah, safe to yeah, say that. He dominated yeah. the Olympics like no wrestler ever has uh-huh. in 72. And wasn't, uh, oh, who's the boy from Iowa State? Kale Sanders. Kale Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I think he went to Penn State. I think he was right up there with uh, Gable. So, anyway, I love your show. Absolutely love your show. Well, thank you, thank Billy you. Beaverdale Billy. Really, really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone is going to argue. And, and you know what? Gable, he brings Iowa and Iowa State fans into the tent, right? Yeah. Wrestled at Iowa Both State, yeah. led Iowa to all those championships, and now has a statue at the University That's of Iowa. That's what we love about Sound Off in May and June. Get a little Dan we got Gable the call. Raptors. We're talking tight end U. You're talking racist symbols with the Cubs, and we get a call about Dan Gable to just change it all. I'm that. being so careful with my hands I know. now. I'm like, where, how, what are, That's like what Will Ferrell. What do I do with my hands right now? What, what, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Just We know what not to do. Uh, time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges Chad and Altoona. Now hang on for this. Uh, he says new Hawkeye assistant fo- uh, football coach Jay Neiman looks like a combination of Fox Studio hosts Terry Bradshaw and Howie Long. You following that? Okay, so you, if you put them together. Yes, you put them together like you you just dissolve their, the two faces together. And that's Jay Neiman. They get Jay Neiman. Does Tiny Ref agree? Oh, a Harry Longshaw. Probably in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> With Longshaw Real Estate. That's right. That's right. I think I bought a house from him. Uh, Ethan Lee from Pullman, and thank you for watching in uh, in Pullman. Whoa! Says that uh, former Des Moines Bucks head coach Gene Riley led him to the playoffs this year. Looks like Talladega Knights actor Greg German of Dennett Racing. Tiny ref. Now this could be a Hall of Famer. I think this is a Hall of Famer right there. I mean, real. That, that's pretty good. That, it, and that's digging deep to find this. And how did we get the same photo? <laughs> it's, it's, it, it really it, is. Like, they he, have the same look on their he face. He just took the shirt and tie and coat off in one photo, and yeah. And it, they both look like they just walked into a bathroom and they can't believe the smell. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> hey, look at that. In the Western Conference Finals, huh? You must be really, really excited and think that absolutely this is the year. And if that's the case, well, then you're not a Blues fan. What's Bugging Andy is next. It's time for Knockout and one must go. Which spring or summer sporting event do you knock out? Mm, The Masters, Indianapolis 500, Wimbledon, or the Kentucky Derby? I really do watch all of these. Mm -hmm. If I I had to pick one, it's probably the Indy 500. 
it's certainly not the Masters. No, that's, no. That's, that's, and, and I always watch the Derby. And it's I watch the Derby. two minutes long. It's probably Wimbledon or the Indy 500, and I'm probably going the Indy 500, just because I'm not into his racing as much, most people are. The St. Louis Blues are in the conference finals, but they're already down one zip against the Sharks. Yeah, Payne seems to follow Blues fans around, and that's what's bugging Andy. Seems like most true fans of professional sports have a problem child team. A team that they've loved since early on, but that has disappointed them again and again. Like a promising young son who's clearly very smart, but just can't apply himself. Just as he gets the ball rolling, he sleeps through a test. Cub fans knew that feeling for a long time. Vikings fans can attest. The Chiefs are notorious, man. While many fans like to believe that maybe this is the year, huh, these fans have been conditioned to understand that it probably isn't. Well, the St. Louis Blues are my problem child team, my tough love team. They have disappointed me time and again. In years when they were truly great, it turned out they weren't. In off years, when they played over their heads and seemed like they had nothing to lose, they did. They found something and lost it. I'm to the point where I simply can't picture the Blues winning the Stanley Cup because I'm too afraid that that picture would just turn out to be some screen grab from a video game. Well, here they are in the Western Conference Finals, one series away from the Stanley Cup Final, and I'm still as unfired up as a bag of wet charcoal. I am not being sour. I'm not even being pessimistic. I haven't written them off once this postseason, not even when they were down in their series with Dallas. I'm simply living out the classic sports cliche. I am taking one game at a time. Because if there's one thing you learn about a tough love team, it's that you don't know, ever. And maybe you don't want to. Because if this is the year that it happens for the Blues, then I'll enjoy being shocked. And if it's another year when it doesn't, well, then I don't want to know because then I won't want to watch. And I love to watch. Year after year, heartbreak and all, they're mine. They always have been and always will be. They are my problem child. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. All right, no spoilers, so don't worry. No spoilers okay. whatsoever. But, John, I know you have been hesitant to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, I have not yet. Yeah, I, I once was too. Many of you are as well. And, John, when we come back, I'm going to tell you five things you're going to have to overcome. Okay. I'm ready. Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. Iowa writes, great year for Iowa athletics all around. Really, when you think about football, men's and women's basketball, wrestling, men's and women's track, baseball, etc. Maybe Bart isn't so bad. Those actually all did pretty well this year. Yeah, positive. Uh, the Isaiah Moss transfer sparked a lot of debate. Ole writes, he's a great player and the most athletic player on the team. Can get his own shot and best defender. He should have played 30 minutes a game, but Fran plays 10 to 11 guys and players get frustrated and leave. Now Connor gets Moss's minutes. He is one of the most coveted transfers. Andy writes, you want to know the problem with Moss? He never took the next step in consistency, had strokes of great play. Then he just disappeared. Not sure why people keep talking about creating his own shot. 
If he was so proficient at that, he would have averaged 15 points per game and still be at Iowa. Who's in your five are disturbing things, John, that you will have to overcome to enjoy Game of Thrones? I mean, I had to overcome these things. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Number five, the castration of Grey Worm and the Unsullied. Oh, Grey Worm is back, and he's been castrated he was, already? He's all, he was castrated from the jump. And, and he's his, still living. Yeah, the whole Unsullied would, army. Wouldn't he just want to just end his own life after no, that? No, no. He's, he's productive, okay. and he's a warrior. All right. All right. Sweet, sweet child Shireen Baratheon. Yeah. She was burned at the stake as a sacrifice to the to the god of light Burning or fire. children at the stake. Yep. Is this like they show this? Yes. Yes, they did. And this uh, is number, a show that people watch. Yes, yes. Number three, uh, Lysa still breastfeeding her 13-year-old what? son, Robin. What? Yep. A 13-year-old breastfeeding. Is th- They show this too? Yes, they do. How big is this kid? He's 13, and but he's I mean, got a lot of are protein. We, are we talking a big kid, like? Well, yeah, you know how much sitting milk on is. mom's lap, like? Yeah, hunkered, breastfeeding, hunkered down, naked on mom's lap. Well, <laughs> he's not naked. Oh. No, he's he's got like a gout, but he's yeah, he's got like he's he's got a lot of protein. Uh, number two. Oh man, this is getting weird. Uh, Jamie Lannister gets caught having sex with his sister, so he shoves Bronn out a window. Bran. Wait. Yeah, sorry, not, okay. not Bran. Bran. So we have incest and a guy gets shoved out of a window. Yeah, because he saw the incest, so Bran gets uh, he gets shoved out the window. And he's kind of a weird dude anyway. This seems like a weird, weird show. All right, number one thing I had to overcome the most is flying dragons. I mean, that, that's what kept me okay, from but watching I, but initially. Uh, my kids like How to Train Your Dragon, the movie, so it's like that. Do not let your kids anywhere near this show until they're... It's kind of like How to Train Your Dragon. Out of the house. <laughs> It's nothing like how to train your dragon. All right, let's go to uh, caller one, JoJo in Valley Junction. JoJo, you have a question? Hello? Yeah, go ahead, JoJo. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm a a Dish subscriber, and uh, right now HBO and Dish are in a dispute, so we don't get uh, this uh, dragon thing that you guys are talking about. Well, John doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Don't worry. I don't think you're missing even, much. Even if you, even if all these spoilers, I'm not going to remember anyway. Yeah. No, there's so, so many. That's fine. just scratching the surface, too. Yeah, you, you'll be fine. Uh, did hey, you have a question? Uh, yeah, this question is uh, yep. for Murphy. Hey, Brian, how are you? That was my friend. Now, Murphy. Yes, sir. I want to. Can I pre-treat for spider mites in my garden yet, or do I have to wait for another week? Uh, pre-treating the uh, the for, for spiders in your garden. That's your question. Yes. Yeah, uh, John, you 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 kind of know more about this than I do. Um, it's a great question. Um, it's one I uh, did not expect to get tonight. Yeah, I'd probably say like insect, insecticides generally not the best remedies to kill spiders because spiders are they're really not insects. So the insecticides well, go are, they're not going to work. Yeah. So what? I want to go organic. You're going organic. He's going organic. What's your recommendation for that? Uh, my my recommendation is when you see a spider like this, you just need to pounce and kill. Okay, you need to pounce and kill the spider if you see it flying with the webs like this. Are these the spiders you have? Well, I mean, they're not going to, they're not webby. I mean, I could pee on them. Okay, oh, then do it. Do it. Because we, yeah, here's the spider video. Um, and the, the, now, these ones can be tough because they'll fight you. 
You got, you mean, you got, look at that, look at, that. you don't want to mess with these guys, okay? Insecticide won't work on them because they have the mask around their face as well, so it won't really get in their mouth to kill them. You got to, you got to really take, chop their arms and legs off their body to kill. Okay, well, I appreciate the advice. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you. Well, thought we Game, of, Game of Thrones was weird. Man, jeez. <laughs> Brother, answer another question about spiders or watch a 13-year-old breastfeed. Oh, God, that's an image I don't want to see, man. All right, coming up next on, uh, on Sound Off. Hey, how about uh, James Daniels? How, yeah. about, how about a shout-out? Knockout, one had to go, and the one is... Wimbledon. Two-sport race, but Wimbledon is knocked out after the Indy 500 had the early lead, but uh, Wimbledon takes it by 4% over the 500. All righty, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. District track meets were postponed statewide on Thursday, but for a while it didn't look like everyone was going to postpone. Right. The Boys High School Union and Girls Association stepped in and made the right call. For outdoor track, everyone needs an equal playing field, mm -hmm. and bad weather can make it unfair. Yeah, the, the union and association like to leave it up to the host schools, but decisions were all over the place, and it was going to lead to an uneven playing field. Yeah. So I applaud them for stepping in, but it needed to be sooner. Some buses had already left. Maybe some decision deadlines need establishing. I think they'd agree with that. Isaiah Moss has narrowed his list of transfer schools to four. Arkansas, Arizona State, Kansas, and Oregon. We've had a handful of mm -hmm. Hawkeye fans reach out on Twitter saying Moss won't be a big loss and he's really not very good. Has someone told that to these schools that want him? Losing Moss hurts, but some fans think he was so inconsistent. It's addition by subtraction and Moss wants a bigger role and it appears many coaches are offering him one and likely think they can give him more minutes and coach him up. 50 schools reached 50 out to him. Schools. 50 schools. Chad Leistico of the Des Moines Register asked Iowa offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz if he wants to be a head coach someday. Ferentz responded with, who knows? I don't know what the future holds as far as being the head coach at Iowa. I just think that's silly. I haven't done much of anything. That's a perfect answer. Acknowledge you need to do more, but don't close the door. Yep. Chicago Bears offensive lineman James Daniels returned to Iowa City to graduate over the weekend. Daniels left Iowa after his junior year for the NFL, but promised his parents he would get his degree. He delivered. Love that he kept his promise and delivered that message. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a strong message to send. And I love that Daniels wore his Bears jersey under his gown. That was a cool Pulled moment. Pulled off Superman yeah, style. Yeah, that was awesome. Former Cyclone basketball player Jesson Gray also graduated this weekend at Iowa State. 10 years after playing in Ames. Yeah, we need to celebrate these positive stories more, yeah. John. Tip of the graduation cap to all those who find a way to finish. Yeah, it's always cool. Over under, mug shots, overrated, Tiger Woods. Underrated, Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne in that blue <laughs> shirt. Look at that. <laughs> Looks like uh, Andy when he wears the mullet. That, yeah, that, that, that's just a crazy picture there. Yeah, that is crazy. All right. Oh, here that, we go. That is yep. enough. That is just quite enough. Shut it. Zip it. One minute. Let's go, boys.
All right, we'll, uh, we better get out of here quickly then. It's going to do it for us. We are back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Barnstormers coach Dixie Wooten loves to cuddle. He does love to cuddle. Cuddling. $80 an hour. I can do that. I love cuddling. I'm a cuddler. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever get it again, but I will. They talking about spooning. They need to think about trophy. This, this is amazing. Yeah, they're pretty upset, but hey, just imagine how upset when we get another one. We keep the trophy. Yeah, so hey, I love this trophy, and I'm never gonna let it go. But leave my side. Yeah. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.